the Lake Trees and News, everyone. Pop culture, politics, and a sprinkle of treason. I'm joined today once again by Rachel and Faith. Hello. Hello. <laughs> uh, Spiking those levels. Yep, sorry. <laughs> no, 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 that's okay. Um, I just looked at the screen and went, Whoa. How's everybody doing? Uh, Good. Doing great. Yeah. Uh, so on yesterday's episode, we teased a couple bunch things. Of a bunch sorry. of stuff. That uh, I want you guys to talk about. If you feel comfortable doing so, obviously. I yes. already asked them, guys. I'm naked. I'm very comfortable. Uh, Rachel's naked. I have asked her to put her clothes back on, and she has refused. That's all right. Uh, be free, Rachel. So be free. <laughs> Run free, Rachel. Thank you. So I guess let's start with Rachel. Um, you wanted to talk about... There was a classic Rachel thing that recently happened. What yeah. happened? Um, I didn't realize I hadn't come out to so many people. <laughs> and then on National Coming Out Day, I posted a screenshot of a text conversation between me and Chloe in which she was pretending to be straight. Um, and then I called her out on having a chest tattoo. And then, you know, said a nice, actually, thank you to Chloe and Allison for being the first people I came out to. Right. Blah, blah, blah. Should we very quickly recap that before we move uh, on? To yeah. <laughs> So Rachel originally came out to uh, me and Chloe uh, when we all went out to Birdie's, which is a bar in Brooklyn. With my roommate, who's like not really my friend. Your no offense, former roommate, fucking clueless roommate who like did not know what was going on the whole night. W Chloe and I knew something was up because you we were very quiet. And which is very unlike Rachel. And we were texting each other where we were like, is Rachel okay? What's happening? And then you left and then like came out. Yeah. Well, because, okay. So this is what's happening in my head. Yeah. I was like, cool. Going to go out with Allison and Chloe. You know what? Let's just say it. Let's get it out loud. You're <laughs> fine. Um, and, uh, I was like, I need some liquid courage. And then my roommate decided to come with me. And I was like, you know what? If I stay long enough, she'll want to go home. Mm. And so I just kept drinking, kept drinking and she <laughs> wasn't leaving. I think at one point we go to the bar and I turned to Allison and go, I'm sad. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah, we were like waiting. I could have said it right there, but I was like, I'm going to throw up. I don't remember what I said. I was just like, what do you mean you're sad? Are you okay? And you were like, are you okay? And I just went, yep. <laughs> and then um, left and then we got the Then we message. left and then I got McDonald's. Oh, right. Yep. And then I was just hanging out with my roommate as normal and then was texting you guys while I was just like pretending like nothing was happening. And then I cried. Right. Uh, so that was the coming out. Yeah. So the update. <laughs> so, so I like posted that Instagram story uh, after then, of course, my, I told my parents and friends yes, and yeah. whatever. Right. Um, and so then I posted that on Instagram, not really realizing that there were so many people. I just was at a wedding with high school friends mm -hmm. and like started the conversation with like, mm, by the way, I'm gay. Mm. Um, and they were like, we're five minutes into this wedding. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I just wanted to get it over with. I hate, I hate it. I hate it. Yeah. Um, well, it also, it's one of those things where you have to keep doing it. Like every yeah. new group of people you meet, like they aren't going to know. So yes. you have to be like, hey, by the way. I also just like recently came out at work. So like. It, uh, it's just so much. I posted this. At this point, I was like, everyone who's going to have an opinion already knows this is just like a funny Rachel thing. Right. Um, I was getting texts all day long. People were coming out out of the woodworks. People I haven't talked to you for like five years. <laughs> I'm like, I'm just like really proud of you. Oh, that's nice. No, but I'm but like. It is weird too. Be proud of me for like. <laughs> This is like a shitty thing to say because for some people coming out is like yeah. actually like life threatening and like right, right. whatever. But I'm like, uh, I've done so many cool things that you haven't congratulated me about. Like if right. I like posted like just sucked a dick, no one's gonna be like so proud of you. I feel like you and Chloe are like, proud of me. <laughs> oh, I know I am so proud of you. Um, Specifically for that. <laughs> but it just was like, it was just so much. I was so overwhelmed, like, throughout the work day, yeah. just like. It's a lot. My well, because people are trying to feel good about themselves as being allies and trying to get that affirmation from like, you. I, yeah, and I just was like, I don't know how to. And you're like, I was just going through my day. Yeah. <laughs> and like, uh, people text me going, oh, I'm so proud of you living your fullest life. And I was like, I don't know if this is my fullest life. <laughs> right. This is just a We're working on it. Like, yeah. Uh, it's a piece. It's a piece of it. Oh, so, yeah, that was like a oh, really overwhelming day. And That's a lot. It was my therapy day. So afterwards, I was like, Laura, this Thursday I thought was fine and normal. But <laughs> turns <laughs> out. Surprise, bitch. 
do you remember like in the 90s, it was sort of like a trope of like the gay cousin coming out to everyone on Thanksgiving. Yeah. yeah. And people were like, oh God, like almost like they were making it about them. And it's like, no, that's actually the most efficient way to be like, hey, Just I don't want to field a million questions. So, yep. hey everybody, I'm gay, you uh, know? I wish I had a family that was large enough to like... I'm an only child and an only grandchild. Everyone else is just random people. That's just like emotionally exhausting. And I can't think of anything else where you need to keep doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're right. You, ne- you never have to do it with heterosexuality. You never have to be like, by the way, because everyone just assumes. Yeah. My thing. I'm yeah. like, because my mom, my mom's, one of my mom's best friends texted me. She doesn't have Instagram. And she was like, hey, Karen showed me your Instagram. Mm-hmm. Karen hadn't reached out to me. So now I know that Karen saw it, screenshotted it, sent it to Marcy. And now Marcy's texting me being like, whatever. So then I had to text my mom and be like, FYI, Marcy and Karen are talking about this. Right. I uh, hope it's uh, okay. Yeah. And I, my mom's still kind of weird about it. So, mm-hmm. but like supportive, but yeah. it's not very comfy. Wasn't your mom's big fear though that you'd be a prude? Yeah. So shouldn't this make her super happy? Uh, yeah. She used to get really mad at me about not talking to her about dating. Yeah. And then I started di- talking to her about dating, and it happened to be about a lady. Yeah. And she got very weird about it, and that was a confrontation we had. Feel free uh, to throw that in her weird. face at any yeah. time. Oh yeah. Courtesy of old Auntie Ash. <laughs> uh, hey, never what's call your yourself? big fear that I'd be a prude? It's the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> I'm having fun. <laughs> Anyways, that was my Thursday. Uh, very nice great Thursday Um, Faith you also have exciting times yeah I think it was also Thursday (laughs) wow that day was (laughs) big day a shitty day for all Um, and my roommates just kind of I mean like I get it they're both like 40 year old dudes living with a couple like whatever and we've been living there for two years and they're like okay we want you to move out it's nothing personal just time for this to end right yeah Um, because you guys weren't on a lease right no. Right. So, I mean, they gave us plenty of time. Um, our deposit's going to cover November's rent. Great. So that's nice. That's um, it's just, I was like trying to do this whole freelance thing yeah. and like not have a grown up job. Uh-huh. And now I have to go get a grown up job. Yep. But mm. I think I can, I think I can swing it with just like part time. Mm. Um, it should, that's it good. should be okay. And also, like after the initial shock, it was also the first day of my period. So I was just like started crying and I was like, I don't want to be crying right now. I'm not mad at you guys. Like, it's okay. I'm just crying. I'm sorry. Um, it's just what it is. This is how gross, my face works. <laughs> yeah. I was, I'd also been like super depressed for a while and like not super productive. So sure. I'm like, cool. Now I'm in survival mode yes. and this is where I thrive. Yep. So I'm like trying to think of it as a good thing. And yeah. really it is like life change is fun. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yep. You know, I had, two years where I didn't move mm-hmm. which it's is the time. first time that that's happened since I went away to college like I've moved like every year yeah. so yeah um yeah it'll be definitely it'll be not gonna be able to get our own place but sure we'll yeah. um, we'll find stuff I'll I'm find a job like it'll be good. annoyed at myself that it took <laughs> me this long to get roommates because I am saving so much money now <laughs> oh I my God, never right? see Charles or Chloe and I'm like why was I so fucking stubborn for so long yeah paying so much to be on my own yeah also, I'm very lucky because they're so easy to live. Yeah, <laughs> both of them. Uh, but yeah, you guys are you're gonna be good. This is a good time to look too. Yes. Yeah, uh, I was looking around. There's yeah. definitely <laughs> there's definitely a bunch of rooms for rent that are like cheaper than what we're paying now. Okay with pets, um, so we have options. We moved in the summer, and like literally everyone was like, "Can you not move yeah. now? Can you wait till the winter <laughs> or like the fall?" And we were like, "No, no <laughs> sorry. we gotta go." And they were like, "You're picking the worst time to move." I'm like, "Yep, yeah. I know." Especially I think- because it's very sweaty and hot and who needs to who needs that i picked the <laughs> most busy the busiest moving day of the year to move <laughs> yeah the moving company was like you know this is the busiest day and i was like i didn't know that i'm just lucky <laughs> i got the gift of picking things um but yeah you'll be you'll be great this is a new york moment where suddenly it's like yes. oh i have to you, actually that's a lot of time to find a place like oh yeah it some totally people are is. like i have to I'm, move next week and they were they were like we'll give you your deposit back if you're out by november 1st but since i have to get a job and since i'm gonna be gone on november 1st that's just not realistic yeah. so right. sure we'll um, be fine also i just want to say on the record at the top of the show before i forget if either of you have to use the bathroom i am making a prop in there and oh, there's I, saw fake an I already thought <laughs> I, but when you walk in, it is still very shocking. Okay. So I uh, wanted to refresh memories. And I just saw the, the the most shocking thing was that the gloves have like fur on the back. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> she's a lion. Yes. Oh, okay. Got it. Got it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's for your. Yeah. 
character yeah uh so i just wanted to no well, actually alliant right <laughs> uh anything else in like recommendations or uh um, life news yeah so my yep. parents this is like mixed bag happy and sad um okay. so the sad part is they're um, they used to have two cats. One of them passed away recently. Oh, no. um, the second cat, they just found out he's almost completely blind. Oh, um, but the good part of that is he has a very caring, happy home and oh. people who love him. Oh. And uh, this is just a shout out, like take care of disabled animals. Yeah. Give oh, them I, love. I Whether they're um, physically disabled or like emotionally stunted mm -hmm. like a desmond <laughs> i mean this cat needs constant attention <laughs> also like he used to have an eating disorder he would oh, refuse to oh. eat unless somebody was sitting right next to him oh. but he recovered from that like a champ uh penny has that a little bit she'll if i walk away she'll follow me and i have to walk oh. back and be like eat and she'll like look up at me occasionally to make sure i'm standing there that's i think so that's weird partly because desi's a food bully mm, and she's yeah. like i need you to referee this or it's this gonna one. take a village exactly <laughs> exactly it truly yeah. does have i, I love you your special little pets <laughs> that they're trying to sucker charles every time i leave the apartment they run down like they haven't eaten in weeks yeah. and they start screaming and charles will send me like a frantic text where he's like should i should i feed them i don't know what and i was like i just fed them they're trying to hustle Mimosa has been gaming because yeah. I have a new roommate who is amazing mm -hmm. and she'll feed him if he's like crying before I get if I get home late. Mm -hmm. And so she'll have to be like, I already fed him. Don't <laughs> don't believe this bullshit. Liar. Yeah. Uh, oh, God. And uh, Harley, Charles's little dog, will run up here sometimes and eat, try to eat their food. But I think that's uh, a retaliatory move because I think Desmond is going downstairs and eating her oh, food. Oh, for sure. Oh. And yes. I can't, like, watch downstairs, obviously, because I'm upstairs. Spoiler. To break the fourth wall, everyone. What? I'm upstairs right now. Um, that's how So, that yeah. Pet dynamics, man. Crazy. Mimosa was sitting on me this morning, and I said, okay, let's cuddle. Aww. He's a cutie. I love he him. He is a cutie. I've known Mimosa since he was a little kitty. He's a baby. Yeah. And I had to go to India. I like to think that he remembers me. He does. From feeding him when he yeah. was a baby. Yeah. So sweet. Uh, anything else new, guys? I really want to talk about the Harry Potter movies, but I feel like no, I need to, to save, save it. We have to save that for the bonus episode, yeah. for um, sure. Oh, also, I'm watching Orange is the New Black. Oh, I watched it. Good. Yes, uh, that's the reason yeah, I wanted I to talk about it with you. For you. <laughs> I mean, it's okay. Uh, like, truly, I haven't watched it in so long. I'm like, not, I watched the first season. and Yeah, I mean, it got... Last season was one of the best things I've ever seen. Mm. Um, but, yeah, I, I was trying to think if that was the right season. Yeah. So... It wasn't really like a spoiler because I mean, I guess it was, it's but it's not like that exciting. I'm not that into this season and I truly don't care about Piper. So yeah. it's totally fine. Uh, but it's not as bad as I thought it was going to be. You know who no, I cannot no, no. stand? Ooh. Baddison. Oh, I kind of like oh, her. She's so like I that actress. I think that actress is just bad. Oh, like she's doing a terrible Boston accent. It's a lot, but I like. Oh God, I watched it so quickly that I'm like, do I remember what happened? Yeah, I mean, it's a lot of just like meeting. Oh, you know who I really like the character, uh, Daddy. Do you remember Daddy? Yes, I do. She's great. That took me a second. I was like, um, Daddy. I think she's a lesbian and not actually like. I hope I didn't misgender her, but yeah. I think they switch back and forth. They do. Pronouns. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I'm sorry if I got that wrong. So I like that character a lot. And, uh, but it's a lot of like meeting new characters and like the new dynamics of Max security prison. I like Suzanne's episode one. Suzanne's great. Like fun. Yeah. And uh, all the tasty stuff is really good. Uh, yeah. She's so oh, fucking good. Yeah, I can't say anything. She's just like, I feel like her and Suzanne, like those actresses are just so much better than everyone else that it's such a stark contrast between the people who are like can act on that show and who cannot act yeah. on that show that it like takes me out like Badison. There's a lot of fun UCB cameos. Oh, every lawyer on that show is a UCB yeah. improviser. <laughs> Drew Johnson. Yes. Connor uh, Ratliff. 
Connor Ratliff. Uh, those are two lawyers. Yep, those are two. <laughs> I think they're the only two lawyers who have been on the show so far. I was but like, oh. When I saw uh, Drew, I was like, what is this? I know. It is really funny <laughs> to see them in a serious context. Yes, yeah. Um, Great Drew did our Drew did our show last month. He did. Yeah, he's um, so funny. Yeah, he's also a good actor. Speaking of our show. Oh, yeah. So Trash, yes. our indie Plug improv it. team, is going to have a show in New York City. Um, and that is happening on, on Friday, October 19th. So next Friday, mm-hmm. this Friday, um, at under St. Mark's theater, it doors open at 10. It starts at 1030. If you say drama at the door, you'll get a $5 ticket, but it's $10. Otherwise, if you want to like pay the full price, Mazel, do that. And uh, yeah, if you're in New York City or the surrounding area, come on out. Actually, it's a good show. Um, it it's actually a lot would be fun. so fun to meet some of you. Yeah. And also if you're like, cool, it's uh, <laughs> it's such a fun show. Yeah, it's a cool space. Mm-hmm. It's a fun show. Uh, we're funny. It's a very old theater. Very, very old. Can't even tell you how old it's so old. Years. <laughs> years. <laughs> at least five years old. At least. <laughs> it's at least 15. It is like one of those places where it's like the original stones on the yeah, wall. Yeah, yeah. Like it is mm-hmm. very, very like it's a very old theater. Um, so, yeah, that would be super fun. And I'm trying to think if there's anything else I've been watching. Um no, just going through Orange is New Black and the Harry Potter movies. Mm-hmm. I'm literally only watching Vanderpump Rules. <laughs> so sorry. I've what been is- watching yes. Angel for the first time. <gasps> oh, okay. I like so- it. Not as good as Buffy. Right. Okay, but have you met the character Fred yet? Oh, I love her. I I love her and Gunn's relationship. They're yes. so cute. So when I was, oh my God, she's probably one of my favorite TV characters ever. Um, When I watched that for the first time, I was like, I'm in love. <laughs> um, yeah, I also I love um, Cordelia's arc, like from who she was in like the first season of Buffy to like yeah. who she develops into. Like Cordy by the end, what they do with the character, I don't like, but I I do like Early Angel. Also, I just love Wesley. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Well, once I get through Harry Potter, my next plan is because Charles owns an insane amount of DVDs, and it, he truly. Has, all of Buffy. So I'm going to watch Buffy next and then probably Angel. You will not be able to get rid of me. Like <laughs> if you're watching Buffy, I will be here. <laughs> I, I want to come over for once more with feeling. That's the musical. episode Because yes. I know sure. every word. Sure. 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 Yes. We'll do that. I have like the album on my iPod oh, and course. listen to it. Oh, <laughs> also I wanted to ask you guys, what are you doing this Wednesday, the 17th? Coming over here and watching movies. You probably have a show? Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, The Pit. Uh, We're going to do... Oh, I already told you this. We're doing scary movies over here. Oh, I also don't watch scary movies. Oh, that's right, Rachel. I I am always trying to traumatize you. But I love you and I support you. (laughs) I love you so much, too. You don't have to watch scary movies. You're a valid person. Thank you. Uh, Yeah, we were trying to figure out what we were going to watch. And I forget the one that Charles was like, do you think Chloe has seen this? And I was like, I don't think she has. Wow, what a good story, Allison. <laughs> that was like uh, really good. <laughs> Thank you so much. It had a beginning, a, a middle, middle, and an end. That's a story, technically. Oh, have you seen Big Mouth? Have we talked about it? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The second season. I talked about that in my uh, magical realism class <laughs> a lot last year because there are so many elements of magical realism, and it's true. Yeah. really interesting, and I also felt really- You're talking about Manzuka's fucking pillows, right? <laughs> I'm talking about them talking to the goats. <laughs> but it is really sad when you're sitting there talking about Isabella and Big Mouth. <laughs> These are the applications of magical realism I've seen recently. Right, yeah. Uh, classic yeah. literature and... Mantuka's fucking pillows. Fucking pillows. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a great show. Oh, somebody tweeted me because I was like... Uh, I brought up you might have actually originally made this point on the show where you were like it's actually really educational I wish it wasn't like so dirty that like little kids could watch yeah. it yeah I don't so, think that was me but I agree with it okay I'll take I that credit. truly don't remember who originally made that <laughs> point so I apologize but I've been lifting it ever since then somebody tweeted into uh, tweeted into what is wrong with me <laughs> tweeted light trees and news on Twitter um, which, by the way, you should do if you ever have any thoughts about any of the episodes. Hashtag Light Treason Pod or just at the show Light Treason Pod. Plug it in. Plug, plug it in. in. But they were like, we watch it with our 12-year-old. Uh, and he actually, or I'm sorry, I don't remember uh, their gender, but they actually uh, enjoy it a lot. And then they have like really good conversations afterwards. Oh, that's cute. So yeah. it's like. 
Hey, it's a real raunchy show. I wish Maya Rudolph was my sex monster. Oh, if there so is, good. If you don't know this show, um, I'm sorry. Sex for monster? That, what I Hormone just said, monster? Just it was not called a sex monster. Sex monster? <laughs> that's not what it's called. Hormone monster. Oh, God, that's disgusting. I just realized what you said, and I was like, that is so no, funny. No, I don't mean it like that. I think of her like an older aunt, like <laughs> an icon. Yes, an icon. Not in that way. Um. Well, that's a spoiler, so I won't say it. But I'm very excited about where they left this last season. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Uh, again, it is a super raunchy show. So, like, depending on your your parenting style, I'm not saying like let your kids watch it. But I thought that was maybe cool. give an Epa watch first. And yeah. Then yeah. I thought it was cool that like that show actually led to like a productive conversation between parents and their kid, and I was like, that's awesome. Also, it makes sense because, like, that show is very nuanced it's about really thoughtful. puberty and sexuality. And, yeah. <clears throat> I love it. Very happy what they did with the, the gay character this season, mm. who was a stereotype mm. up until this, le- this most recent season. Uh, so, guys, it's that time of the show. Let's all hold hands and cry. Here is your bad news. It's not going to be good. <laughs> All right, let's start with yelling at a white lady because we're a bunch of white ladies, and I feel like white it's our ladies, responsibility. It's our responsibility. White ladies, we got to be yelling at other white ladies more, especially when they are acting uh, like fools, like this white woman did in uh. Uh, New York City. So a New York woman is now facing backlash this week after she called the police on a black child, a nine-year-old boy... And falsely accused him of groping her. So this happened in a Brooklyn deli. You can watch the surveillance footage online of her being a thousand percent wrong. Mm -hmm. She's like leaning over the counter. This poor little boy walks by her. And I'm assuming brushes against her accidentally because it's sort of crowded, the bodega. and As happens in New York constantly. And also nine-year-olds are flailing also if you turn around and see that it's a child like anyway so she turns around and she like starts to say something and then i guess what happened is she called 911 on a child a nine-year-old child and so this obviously uh the story the videos because someone went outside thank god there were a ton of people there who saw what happened Mm -hmm. and were like no you're wrong you're absolutely wrong he didn't grope you and then they were filming her on the phone with 911. Oh, so, no. like, all of this was documented. This is 100% the same kind of lady who got Emmett Till to, killed. Yes, it's Emmett Till. Like, if this was not 2018, if, if there weren't other people of color there to call bullshit on her, if they didn't have video, like, the capability of filming everything. Is it that lady? That's her, yeah. Um, it absolutely is Emmett Till. Um, so, her name is Teresa Klein. Teresa. And apparently, like, people who work at the deli said that she has exhibited some, like, weird behavior in the past. And I'm not saying that to, like, excuse her by any means. But so that is, like, an element of it. Uh, But regardless, the fact that, like, a maybe unstable white woman can unleash the NYPD on a child, and it is so heartbreaking, because he's, Mm -hmm. like, crying in some of the videos, because some adult is yelling at him, and he doesn't know what's happening. He just knows that, like, he's in trouble for no fucking reason. Like, I can't think how scary that must have been for him. Yeah. Like, think back to when you were nine. Jeez, I, yeah, like, I, 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 I got told on for saying witch, and the girl thought I said bitch, and I thought my life was over. <laughs> yeah, like, and that was, like, nothing. Yes. Can you imagine if the cops had shown up? Like, yeah, truly um, frightening. White people, if you're about to call the cops, don't. Stop mm-hmm. and think about it. Yeah, they're also... Unless there is, like, a violent crime in process yeah. that you need, like, back up to break up or something like don't call the cops on people like, like the NYPD aren't your mom Fucking stop you know like there are actual consequences if you report people for no fucking reason like telling on them basically it's like telling on someone but if someone could roll in and kill them 
So like, don't do that. There also should be consequences if you abuse 911 like that. Yeah. Like, I just, I don't get it. Like, you should have to pay for whoever. Like a fine or something. Yeah, because I'm not saying the solution is more incarceration. Like, I don't think Teresa Klein going to prison helps black people in any way. But like, if you jeopardize someone's life, which you always do anytime you call the cops Mm -hmm. on people of color, because cops kill unarmed people every day in this country, um, there has to be consequences because you are using the militarized police as a weapon against marginalized people. There should be consequences for that. How many stories Mm -hmm. have we seen about, you know, 911 being called for a whole host of reasons and the cops show up and kill unarmed people. People treat the cops like they're the manager of life. Yes. Like, exactly. If I want to speak to a manager types, they're like, well, there's no, so I'll call the cops on you because they are the authority. Like, fuck that. Um, it's such awful like way to approach life come on yeah i agree (laughs) there was a really cool video that was making the rounds the other day and i truly don't remember any details of it like where it happened or anything like that but there was a old racist white lady giving just like being a nightmare to a person of color in some kind of big box store like a walmart or something Mm -hmm. And a white woman saw it happening and intervened and was like, you need to leave right now. Oh, that's and nice. it was like such a cool moment of like white privilege being utilized for good because she tells this woman to leave and the woman fucking left. Oh. Like this random white woman was the manager or something. She just like wielded her whiteness where she's like, this is unacceptable. Leave. And the woman was like, OK, and left. <gasps> it was like, holy fucking nice. shit. That's why white <laughs> people, if you good. see that shit yeah. happening, film Step it, in. intervene, like don't walk away because it's like uncomfortable because you can use your whiteness to stop something terrible from happening. Also, do not call 911 unless your life's in jeopardy. That's what 911's for. For an emergency. It's Mm -hmm. not to settle a dispute between people. It's it's nothing like that. So also, if you see someone calling 911 for something, for a bullshit reason, like reporting people for barbecuing, intervene that's a thing yeah. that people call 911 that yeah. was the woman who there's a lot there's of like a meme about her she's like on the phone she reported uh black people for barbecue i mean it's this like a lot of it I in can. new york is gentrification where white people who are used to living in the suburbs um move into the city and don't understand public space and yeah. just like get mad about every little thing they, which like, first of all you shouldn't be calling 911 in the suburbs no. either no uh d- again don't call it unless your life's in jeopardy yeah. but like Reporting your neighbors for loud music. Mm-hmm. Like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Yeah, or people first standing outside talking. Yes. Yeah. Like the neighborhood they've lived in for generations and you just moved into yeah. and you're like, I don't like how you do things here. Yeah. It's like, what where's like, the oh. Americanos? Yeah. Like, we have, coffee. We have to accept <laughs> that as white people, we're gentrifiers. Like we, we're not. Uh, I feel very conflicted all the time. Yeah. Like we're all gentrifiers by default because we're, we're living in communities where we're not, you know, like native to these communities in any sense of the word. Um, so the least we can do is like treat people with respect, not call the fucking cops. Mm-hmm. Um, like these are little things you can do. Yeah. And our presence is still problematic. Um, but also it's sort of like, listen, we're all broke and doing the best we can, but we also have to accept that, yeah, we're gentrifiers, so don't fucking walk into a neighborhood and start telling them how to live. It's yeah. like, that's not your neighborhood. You're brand new. Uh, so, also... Barbecuing. Yeah, barbecuing. Uh, also in... Oh, yeah, I really wanted to get to this stuff. Um, voter disenfranchisement, everyone. Yep. Uh, you know, we got an election coming up. This is a very important one. Guys, please vote. Please vote. Please. Nothing gives me more agita than the thought of people not voting. Yeah, Uh, I agree. Uh, Make sure you're registered to vote. The voting deadline has already passed in some states. Mm -hmm. So if you're like, I have time, you might not have as much time as you think. So uh, so. One of the first stories I wanted to get to in voter disenfranchisement news is Georgia put 53,000 voter registrations on hold, um, fueling new charges of voter suppression. 53,000 on hold? Mm -hmm. Yeah, the large majority of them from black voters. Oh, surprise. Yeah, so these concerns have regularly revolved about around Brian Kemp, 
Georgia's current Secretary of State and the Republican candidate for governor. Kemp refuses to leave office before the election, prompting uh, voting rights advocates and civil rights groups to argue that it's inappropriate for the man in charge of voting systems in the state to continue to manage those systems while running for office. Yeah. Yeah, obviously. Um, So according to the AP, Kemp's office is holding these applications because they were flagged in the state's exact match process. Under this system, information on a voter application must exactly match data on file with the state's Department of Driver <coughs> Services or the Social Security Administration. If the information does not match, often due to things like a misspelled name, a middle name not being fully written out, yep, or a missing hyphen, really? an application is held for additional screening and the applicant is notified and given a period to correct their information. Oh yeah, when you're signing official documents, if they're, if the document has your full middle name written out you have to sign it that way like yeah. it's this just happened to face yeah <laughs> I'm still waiting to get the title for my car and it's coming from North Carolina and I think the hurricane might be delaying it like yeah Michael. anyway yeah it's it's a nightmare um, we have the same middle name right Ann <laughs> spelled with an E yes of course yes. I'm not trash the good way <laughs> um so also but in that doesn't make it okay for them to suppress votes. No. 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 Nothing. Absolutely does. Not. I I get so hoof hoof hoof. I get so worked up, especially when I see people my age who have access that like they can vote. They haven't gerrymandering hasn't happened. Fucked them yet? Yes. <laughs> to suppress their votes and then they don't. Yeah. I'm like, do you know how many people want to vote? But how many like blocks yeah. and barriers are constantly being put in their ways and ooh, you're just like ooh, I read this mm, sorry lazy go ahead good I read this thing on Tumblr that some people were doing who um didn't like didn't think in good conscience that they could vote um and what they would do would basically give their vote to somebody who wasn't allowed to vote like they would mm. talk to an undocumented immigrant or mm. somebody incarcerated and how would you vote ask them like how they would vote and like basically give their vote to somebody who was being disenfranchised which i think is definitely better than just not voting voting. also listen like i understand the i mean the democratic party is truly a joke right now but i i encourage people to think about it in terms of who would i rather petition for change it's also why uh primaries are important yes exactly register as a democrat move them left great point um yeah, like we're not asking you to vote for the perfect candidate. There is no perfect candidate. Uh, but who would you rather have been petitioning for change right now, Hillary Clinton or Donald Trump? I'm just saying. Yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah. A vote not for Hillary yeah. was a vote. But like we criticize the Democrats a lot on the show because yes. they need to be uh, criticized because they're a corporate shell of a party, and that's why people are not jazzed to vote for them. Uh, they're also somehow blowing uh, this election cycle. Which when should have been a cent. It should have uh, been in the bag. That's how bad the Democrats are. So I get it. Everyone's fucking up. Everyone's fucking up. But like, who would you rather be petitioning for change right now? Because the Republican Party is truly just a bunch of fascists. Mm. Uh, so also in voter disenfranchisement news, uh, the Supreme Court on Tuesday upheld a lower court ordering requiring voters in North Dakota to present certified forms of identification and proof of their residential address in order to cast a ballot in next month's elections. A case challenging this requirement on behalf of the state's sizable Native American populations alleged that the requirement would disenfranchise tribal residents, many of whom lack the proper identification and do not have residential addresses on their identification mm-hmm. cards. Because they're not required to have like an actual address. They're only required to have like a P.O. PO box, box or whatever. Mm-hmm. Correct. Um, but a lot of uh, Native American people use... don't have P.O. boxes, yes. uh, obviously. So this is just another way to disenfranchise uh people of color mm. yeah. yeah who historically though democrat not a coincidence and also Bloop. uh native americans have been so oppressed like yeah. this i i feel like at this point we should be like how can we make life easy for you yeah like uh we committed a genocide like, what that was our bad sorry but you get to vote now so and also casinos like we have given them nothing <laughs> we've like given them so little that yeah like don't take away their right to vote 
Mm, maybe. Maybe. So Greg Palast over at his website has another voter disenfranchisement story about Indiana where um, officials there were caught illegally purging 20,000 voters. And you what? can you can check the purge list and re-register, um, but the deadline for that has already passed. How, so I hope you checked already. How do they just purge people? Were they like, oh, these are expired? This happens in New York City all the time. People show up to vote and they've been on the rolls before, and suddenly they're not on the rolls anymore. I I check quite frequently yeah. because it makes me so nervous. Charles and I were amazed we were on the rolls when we voted uh, this During last the, election. Yeah. Because we just moved, so he was like 100% convinced he was still registered in Washington Heights. And I thought I was still registered in my old place in Brooklyn. And when we showed up and I saw my signature, I was like, oh, thank God. I mean, technically, I am still registered uh, four apartments ago. Mm. um, But I just vote in that voting place. You just go back. Well, that's what I thought I was going to have to do. Yeah, I would just go back to my old uh, voting place. Yeah. Oh, um, did you do you have the story about Florida? Um, The inmates? No, so they they were fucking with the deadline for voter registration. Mm-hmm. Um, people went to um, went like on the website to try to register to vote on the last day or two of voter registration, and like the website was down, and they didn't mm. like do anything to fix it, mm-hmm. and they blamed the hurricane. Oh, um, it was pretty shady. Oh, okay, yeah. So then, if it. You know, you extend it two days. I don't know if that's a thing they can actually do. Oh, yeah. So, oh, no, this is an older. Oh, no, October 9th. That's, yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. This is from Politico. Yeah, because I think their deadline was like the 10th or 11th. Yeah. As a hurricane threatened Florida, Governor Rick Scott balked at extending Tuesday's voter registration deadline for a week, as Democrats want, in part because of this, uh, the state has an online system to sign up new voters. But thousands of Floridians have told some election supervisors in recent days that the system isn't working, despite claims from the state that the problems have been fixed and that the effort has been immensely successful. Immense. And then it just has a quote from Palm Beach County election supervisor, Susan uh, Butcher, quote, a mess, exclamation point. <laughs> uh, damn. Yeah. Damn, Susan. Yeah. Uh, that's some bullshit. So, um, somebody, I think it's Eric's libertarian meme lord friend on Facebook posted <laughs> something that was Fun. like, did you ever notice that, um, vote the uh, get out and vote always means get out and vote Democrat. I'm like, yeah, because Republicans are actively, yeah, uh, engaged in suppression. Yeah. They're stealing elections. <laughs> like it's not that Democrats are telling people you have to vote Democrat. It's that that's what happens mm. when people are enfranchised mm-hmm. but i'm also like look go out and vote exercise your silver civil liberties mm-hmm. are you drunk like, <laughs> I, mean, I love dang. democracy i'm a french <laughs> democracy I mean? do you like stickers i won't put one all over my body i'll put one on I each vote, nipple i vote for I've me voted. i vote for um i love this woman i don't know what her deal is i don't know but she is I either but she just like loves government when she's drunk drunk democracy <laughs> fan honestly amazing i think i'm gonna write a show now do it <laughs> there we go <laughs> okay bye <laughs> <laughs> i got what i needed uh yeah oh god yeah i to what you were saying about enfranchisement i had something about that like yes i do want people to go out and sure vote with the way I think things should be. But also, I, I just want you to go out and vote because there are so many places where you can't actually do that. Sure. And we also don't really live in a real democracy. So, like, Also, if you're Republican, stay home. <laughs> That's yeah. your right as well. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but also, don't not vote and then complain. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if maybe you're very involved in, like, direct action and and that sort of stuff... Uh, I do respect you, but I don't. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know. I at this point, I feel like it is a very privileged place to be where you withhold your vote. I um I weirdly enough signed a lease on two election days. Um, wow. so when Trump was elected, and then also the New York primaries mm. were two different times I signed leases, and both I got an eerily bad feeling. Because I had gone and voted right before, then went to sign my lease. 
And both times, my broker and my landlord had both been like, I just didn't vote. I mm -hmm. just threw away my vote. I don't want to vote for anyone. And then this time, the guy was like, oh, yeah, I don't really do that. And I was what like, what the fuck? I'm sorry, do you, do you live? Do you pay taxes? Do you, yeah. you know, you're, you're actively participating in the government, Oof. but you should share your thoughts. You surely have thoughts and opinions. Yeah, I, that's just so brutal. I, I remember election night, like everybody was in shock, right? And mm. then tears. I got into my car to go home and I was like crying. <laughs> and the driver, uh, who's a person of color, was like, did he win? And I was like, it looks like he won. And he was just like, fuck. I was just like, I don't know. I'm not saying it's exclusively privileged white people who withhold their vote, but the reason uh, Trump is president is because white women voted for him. So mm -hmm. it's on us, you know, and it's on everybody who was just like, I'm going to sit this one out. That's why he's president. And there's like no two ways about it. And I know we like to blame it on Russian hacking and stuff. And they certainly meddled in the election, but they didn't invent millions of votes out of whole cloth. Mm -hmm. those were people voting for Trump. So I mean, it, it's also because the electoral college is fucked. Sure, sure. She did win the popular vote. She did vote win the popular vote. By three million. million. But also the reason he's president, it was that close. It was like three million people out of 300 million people. You know, like that... Yeah. But you put three million people in a room and you're like, that's a lot of people. It is a lot of... No, no, like she's, she you know significantly yeah, won yeah, the popular yeah. vote but in terms of how many people do not vote in this country yes. had yeah, they voted it, that would not have been an issue it's just that also that's why it's like not important for democrats so much to sway hardcore republicans as sure. it is to just get non-voters to inspire people vote. to vote for you yeah this democratic party ain't gonna do it but like that's what they <laughs> so need to be I doing have so much anxiety about the election Oof, you should everybody should have anxiety about everything that's happening <laughs> in the country right now please it, it bad go it bad people i'm allowed to say this stuff and shit on your if you're having a happy day because we're in the bad news section yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, rachel took a big inhale like she was gonna say something i thought we were gonna move to good news so <laughs> that was oh, my excitement uh, i thought that was a segue no i was gonna ask you if you had any like last thoughts about uh voter disenfranchisement or voting in general here's um, the thing like remember on vote. yesterday's episode i was talking about how there's way more of us than the fascists yes um that is true, but also uh, the Republican Party is in panic mode right now because they realize that a lot of their base is getting older and dying. So, but that makes them very dangerous, and that's why uh, they got really good at gerrymandering and stealing elections. Mm. So, even though they are frequently a, a more and more a party that serves fewer and fewer people, they can still easily win elections mm. uh, and stay in power. So, um, yeah. also, if you if you are in the boat where you feel like voting doesn't do much, um, I would encourage you to vote and also organize and learn a skill that's going to be useful for the world that you want to build. Right. Like do multiple things. Yeah. And then it doesn't matter as much if you're like how much you feel that your individual vote counts, like get out there and do it and also do other political things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, vote guys. Just, just educate yourself. Educate yourself. Yeah. Also talk to your friends because I, I make sure they're voting. I will guarantee you have quite a few friends who are just like, yeah, I'm going to sit it out and just be like, no, bad, bad. Go vote. Uh, guys now, Rachel, now are you ready? Okay, yeah. Here is your good news. Hey, yeah, yeah. That's what I waited for. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. That's damn. <laughs> Man, I am crushing it with themes lately. So we talked about voting in bad news. I have a good news voting story. I wanted to shout out uh, Travis County um, in Texas, where an estimated 93% of eligible voters registered to vote, which oh, wow. is a modern day record. 93%. That's awesome. That's amazing. That's Travis. bananas. See, when you first said Travis County, I thought it was a person. Uh, 
<laughs> Travis's County. Travis County. Oh, uh, that's my their name. name. Is Travis County. Yeah. County's not a surname. Is Headline. It? I mean, it could be. Tra- is it? Yeah, there's a. Uh, um, there's definitely been people. I don't know Named if it was County. their actual, but it was like the name they took. Okay. Mm. Um, uh, roughly seventy thousand new voters have registered, with about fifteen hundred new applicants a day, making it seem closer to a presidential year turnout rather than a midterm. We should have a competition. What county can get a hundred percent registered? Yeah. Oh my god, yeah, and whoever wins, their classroom gets a pizza party on Friday. <laughs> <laughs> that there's no greater motivator than you get a pizza party. Like honestly, why don't I will I will I will personally buy Yeah, school sounds fun. Right? <laughs> oh, face. I will personally pay for a pizza party. Oh my god, this should be a GoFundMe. We should do this. Did you ever see the meme of the pizza guy who got called to an elementary school for a delivery and he's like, "I just spent like 10 minutes high-fiving second graders and I feel like the fucking man." <laughs> Honestly, truthfully, yeah. <laughs> like he freaked out when he walked in. They were like, "Pizza!" But I was like, oh, thinking back to that, if we ever got pizza, we lost our fucking I would mind. take off my top. If a teacher was like, you have to go door to door and register people to vote, but you get a pizza party, we would have been like little yes. machines. We would have gone out and gotten hundreds of thousands of signatures. Honestly, yeah. I would have done it for the good feelings. Uh, I would not have. I would have been like, where is the pizza? I would start that chant. So shout out to uh travis county that's awesome there's also like a delightful man in this photo uh voter uh register uh bruce elfont holding up 2500 voter registration cards and he looks so happy his name is 100 percent bruce like that's who he is in his being his glasses are like a little crooked he's he looks like ron swanson and on a a very good day no no it's it's ron and um gary larry terry if they had a kid Oh, sure, 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 sure. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> so, uh, oh. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yes, please. <laughs> okay. This is, is it good for humanity? I don't yes. know, but it made me very happy. So, in Savannah, Georgia, someone is gluing googly eyes to uh, statues. Yes. Is I this the best thing it. that's ever happened? Like, it's like, what, Revolutionary War statues and stuff? There are pictures. I don't think it's loading on this website, but you can mm. Google it. Just uh, Google it's googly eyes amazing. on statue. It is the funniest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> like I, I'm sort of annoyed that vandals haven't thought about it before this. Maybe they have, and it just didn't get national news. But I was like, that is the funniest thing yes. I've ever seen. I love put that. googly eyes on all Confederate statues. Yeah, I before you tear them down, just like really um, desecrate them. <laughs> And then pull them down. But definitely start with googly eyes. Yes. Are you Googling it? Yeah. I feel like I'm saying Google too much. Googly eyes, Google. Google the googly eyes. <laughs> um, but yeah, I I hope this continues. Um, also, the city said it was no laughing matter. <laughs> oh my God, I love it. He looks like he's going, what? <laughs> so uh, it was posted oh, on the official Facebook page. Um Georgia? Uh, we're, I think it was in Savannah's like official Facebook page. The caption was, who did this? Someone placed googly eyes on our historic Nathaniel Green statue in Johnson Square. It may look funny, but harming our historic monuments and public properties, no laughing matter. In fact, it's a crime. I just love who did this. It's so funny. You might think it's funny because it's fucking funny. It is so funny. Yep. Guys, I'll put it on our uh, Instagram page. By the way, do you follow our Instagram page? You should. I usually post photos of visual stuff we talk mm-hmm. about on on the show there. Yes, put it on Instagram. Yeah, I'll put it on Instagram and uh, follow us over there. Also, for everyone who's like, why don't I see your posts once I follow you on Instagram? You got to like our posts. Yeah, that changes the algorithm. An algorithm. And then mm. we'll show up on your feed. But anytime you're like, I don't really see your posts on Facebook or uh, Instagram. Like those posts, guys. That's your fault. Also, follow us on Facebook. I don't really promote that enough. I always talk about Twitter, but we are on Facebook. We're on Instagram. We're on SoundCloud. Follow us there as well. Um, anything else in the good news section anything you've like overheard or anything you're looking forward to that's a big one too don't look scared (laughs) (laughs) 
What me? Scared of the future? Never. Um, <laughs> um, I th- I'm sure there are things that I'm looking forward to. Yeah. Um, I'm going to New Orleans. That's exciting. Uh, That's for awesome. Halloween. Did you guys go last year? No, we literally bought our tickets and have been planning it since February. Oh, maybe that's. So what I've I'm just been of. talking about it forever. Okay. Um, my parents also used to live outside of New Orleans, mm-hmm. so close. Um, but the last time I went, I was twenty, so yeah, young and uh, I don't think I've ever been in New Orleans. I've been to Baton Rouge. Fun. Yeah, I've never been to Louisiana, which mm-hmm. is weird because I lived in Alabama. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I've definitely never been to New Orleans. I do want to go there because it's such an awesome city. We're not doing like trash, sorry if you like this, uh, Bourbon Street or like no, Cafe no. Dumont, any of that stuff. We, we, we're going on like a, a swamp tour. That's awesome. Which Fun. I'm terrified about because they apparently bring crocodiles on the boat, which I'm like, oh my God, um, I what? Don't, I don't really uh, feel comfortable with that. But you know what? I'm a team player. Make sure you have a lot of bodies in between you and the crocodile. So the crocodile will have to go through people. I thought you were just like, make sure you have a lot of body. And I was like, I do. <laughs> Stop relying on that body, addy, addy. No, that's the opposite advice. I would be like, don't be thick around a crocodile because they'll be like, yum. I also always carry snacks and I'm going to have to leave my snacks at home. And you do always uh, have like just chum stuck, stuffed in your pocket. <laughs> chum specifically. Chum, yeah. Uh, for one of my roommates, soon to be ex, I'm, I'm a little tiny bit bitter. <laughs> it's fine. Um, <laughs> has a crocodile skull and it's Mm-mm. it's a really old one. Uh, that's yeah. big. She yeah. showed with her hands. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> Faith. Again, speaking of visual stuff, you can't see. Yeah, held her hands very far apart. Think of them going like five dollar foot long, but longer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, two foot longs. There you go. <laughs> I'm hungry. Yeah, I could tell because you compared a crocodile skull to a foot long sandwich. <laughs> Figured it out. Clocked it immediately. <laughs> me, me, me. I feel like the last 10 minutes of hour two are always Rachel being like, I got hungry. Honestly, <laughs> or me going, my food just arrived, so I'm not talking. No, I don't <laughs> think people appreciate like talking for a while makes you very hungry. Yeah. Also, just being Rachel Chada. Uh, it is good. It's disgusting, but yeah. I once did a full uh, hour on a, on a friend of mine's uh, show, television show, and I got so hungry, and she was oh, like, oh, eat the, like in the middle, they had like Craft. a pretty healthy spread like fruit and she's mm-hmm. like no i eat every commercial to keep my sugar levels up and i was like i never appreciated how just like sitting here and talking in front of a camera oh yeah you'd have to burns calories yeah yeah uh and also thinking constantly is a lot i was talking oh. with someone the other day and they were like how long is your show and i i said an hour and they were like you talk about politics for an hour like i didn't realize and on this show obviously it's not politics the whole time but I was like, oh, yeah, that is a long time to talk about the, thing. the news, everybody, which is why we also talk about other stuff now. Yeah. Because I also feel like people check Tune out. out. Yeah. yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. I, I know that as someone who listens to political podcasts, I'm like, after a while, I'm just like, fuck. You know, you got to have the random guest that doesn't really know a lot, but uh, likes to sing fun songs and is fun. You know, the the bullshit job you you can say you do. Yeah. Uh, it's not bullshit. It's necessary for a show. But you do color commentary. Yeah, I do. Yep. That is yeah. me. Yeah. That's me. I do color commentary. I'm not super wonky. Yeah. Uh, well, this is not a wonky show, guys. We just talked about googly eyes on a statue <laughs> for like a while. For like... A decent amount of time. But also, sometimes you just get, you have to take a break from the world and talk about googly eyes. Yep. That's why it's in the good news section. Exactly. Oh, um, speaking of plugs. Yeah. Which we weren't. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) That's fine. Last week, I wrote on my blog a post about um, like self-care and also how to get like politically engaged. Mm -hmm. Um, That blog is uh, Roses and Revolutionaries. It's on WordPress. Um, And the post is called long term left if you're looking for it um and my cousin like sent it to one of her friends who like recorded a short video just saying thank you and like sent it to me Aww. Um, oh that's so cute so if you're looking for like self-care recommendations and or places to organize um you got apparently it. people think it's a good post awesome yeah, uh, the more you know, I'm doing the little star across the sky thing. Uh, yes. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. There you go. 
uh anything what's that from it would uh it would be like at like the end PSA. yeah it was like a psa thing at the end of some shows okay if they I did mean, like, like i've seen the gif and everything. yeah if they did like a show about somebody being addicted to drugs or something oh right on a very special episode one of the stars of. would like shoot a thing afterwards and they would be like hey we had fun tonight but you know what's not fun? Drug addiction. If you or someone you know is addicted to drugs, call you the national hotline, blah, blah, blah. And then the more you know would go across. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I've seen that parody. But yeah. I just never saw like the original. It was type when of thing. like network cable was pretending that it had some kind of educational mm. value. <laughs> hey guys, today on Seventh Heaven, we talked a lot about. We had a lot of fun sex. on this episode of Seventh Heaven. No, we didn't. Uh, <laughs> uh, I am, what am I looking forward to? I'm going to a Mitski concert Ooh, oh, oh my gosh. gosh in december awesome. uh with a friend of mine and that'll be very fun brag brag, brag. you have friends hey mm-hmm. uh the first episode of light trees and news i interviewed mitski I so know. if you missed yes. that it was great. go back and listen to it we scary talked about story. scary stories but also non-american scary mm-hmm. stories which was interesting. oh yeah that was a really good interview yeah i was like uh it was very i also was not braced to talk about any of that with her and i was like this is fun I like it. Uh, speaking of definitely having friends, um, <laughs> Crazy Ex-Girlfriend is back. I haven't seen it because I don't have TV. I have but friends. I definitely yes. have friends. There we go. No uh, one can say that I, I do, do not, not have, have friends. friends. <laughs> uh, we don't deserve Rachel Bloom. I love that show so much. Um, it's so great. If someone were to ask me, actually, this is a lie. There's someone else. Well, I'll say it anyways. Okay. If someone were to ask me whose career I would like to emulate, it would be Rachel Bloom. Is the real answer Adina Menzel? No. Oh. I love her. What's the real? Um, I don't know her last name, which makes me really sad. Okay. Her first name, Carrie Preston. Nope. Yep. Carrie Preston. I hope it's her. Um, she's a character actress. She was on The Good Wife. She's on Claws. Oh. She's literally in everything. Um, but she just plays these like really fun, poppy characters. That's cool. Where it's like, she's not famous. I mean, she's famous, but she's just like, in everything and very well known for being like good at characters. I mm. almost think, yeah, I think character actors oftentimes have more stable careers. Yes. Oh, yeah. Because they're just like, they're in, in everything. everything. And I'm not a leading lady. You know, we know this. I disagree. Oh, thank you so much. I but, disagree. Uh, usually leading ladies don't talk like this. Well, you also <laughs> don't do have to talk actors. like that all the time. <laughs> uh, but like Rachel Bloom. I, how often no, was Rachel Bloom told that she's not a leading actress? Yes. I'm sure. Yes. And just fucking ignored them and mm-hmm. did her own thing. I know. Yeah. I love her so much. Yeah. Love her. Someone, um, oh, I will, I'll share this. It's short and fun. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I'm in a class right now with Nicole Jaspel. Uh, Who has also co-hosted the show before. Yeah. Yes. Um, and she gave me a note that has never made me feel more seen in my entire life. Um, this was the funniest thing ever. I, I, just as someone who knows you and has done a lot of improv with you, I was like, oh, wow, you just got dragged, but in the funniest way. I, <laughs> I was like, wow, no one has understood me as much as you do now. We, I, we finished a scene. It wasn't anything crazy. And she turns to me and she goes, Rachel, we have an improv history. Can I give you a note that might not necessarily like pertain to this class? And it's a tough note, but I think it will push you further. And I was like, She's yes. so great. And she goes, okay. Your goal for this week, and probably, honestly, next week, um, (laughs) you are not allowed to play any characters who would have been Judy Garland for Halloween. (laughs) And I went, wow, that is so specific. I have never felt more seen. And I was like, yes, I play a variety of characters, but they all have a sprinkle (laughs) of jazz. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I was like, true, true, true. Okay. Challenge accepted. And then I just played someone who sweat because they were fancy. <laughs> and I was like, this is probably not what she was trying to get me to do, but like, I'm sorry. It's just a good note to have in your head. Yeah. 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 Uh, oh God. Nicole's so great. I love her Truly so much. one of my favorite people. Uh, I was going to say something. Uh, no, I think that's good. We'll end on you trying not to be like Judy Garland's. For some reason in my head, it was Judy Garland's ghost. <laughs> 
but whatever. Uh, um, I almost decided to be Judy Garland for Halloween, and I was like, "That's a bit that won't pay off." It's too. It, it'll just be you, and people yeah. will be like, "I don't get it, Rachel." I did say because people in class were like, "Were you ever Judy Garland for Halloween?" And I was like, "No, but I was Adina Menzel," <laughs> and they went, "What Adina Menzel? What character?" And I was like, "No, I went as <laughs> Adina Menzel. I just parted my hair in the middle and carried around a mic and was like <laughs> me, and would sing literally at the drop of a hat." Uh, yeah. Guys, please follow Adina Manzel. I mean Judy Garland. <laughs> I mean Rachel on Twitter at Real Slim Chata. Follow Faith at Bohemian Faith. Thank you so much for listening. Go to LightTreason.News and smash that donate button smash, to keep smash. us going. Uh, yeah, thanks again. And while you're at it, get out there and cause a little trouble. I love you. 